Welcome to the Hole of the Ball podcast. This uh, is a podcast with me, Jay Farves. Uh, it's a regular podcast and it will give me the opportunity to take you uh, on a unique football fan's journey around the world. Um, I love the game of football. Personally, I'm a fan of a English Premier League team, uh, but I need more of a fix of football. Um, I've, I've discovered on my journey, which I want to bring you with me, uh, on this journey I've discovered leagues across the world and there's loads of things I've found um, that made my experience of enjoying football uh, all the better. That's something I want to share with you now. Um, so I want to start with uh, just giving you an idea of the kind of things that, um, the amazing things that you, what I was seeing in the English Premier League or um, most fans that might have like another league like Spain or MLS or whatever uh, I encourage anyone to try any league uh, any style of football that you've not seen before uh, so yeah so if I give you an idea it's I've seen all kinds of things um, in Portuguese games. I've seen I've seen uh, Saint John's ambulance crew getting sent off. <laughs> that was funny. He's had four little medics sat at the side of the pitch, um, and they were uh, obviously for the the home team, the away team. Um, were trying to get a ball after it had gone out of play, but the medics were were trying to stop them getting the ball. And uh, one of them got into a bit of a fight with the opposition player. <laughs> so the referee sent the medics off. It was hilarious. Uh, wasn't quite so funny later on when uh, they actually needed some medics to come on. But they, uh, they had to find some other medics. Uh, same medics. They were like the equivalent of um, St John's Ambulance in England. Um, but it was it was quite funny. So you got uh, things like that. Uh, you've got in Australian soccer, as they call it, or footy. Um, we had a, a situation where someone scored, um, and they actually bent the goal posts. They spent twenty minutes replacing the goal frame of the and the posts because they were all bent out of shape. And then they had to change the one at the other end, so it was fair. Bit of a farce, but something I've not seen in football before in the top flight of a game. Um, in France, I've seen referees kick kick uh, ref a single referee kicking out a player. It was totally bizarre. A player, got, uh, player banged into the referee by accident. Referee hits the floor as the players run away. The referee kicks him down. <laughs> yeah, it was his last game in French football. Uh, eventually, anyway. Well, that was a bizarre thing. Uh, I mentioned the oversize. Uh, I mentioned the, uh, the players breaking the goals in Australia. They've got a great gr- uh, ground for Central Coast Mariners. Where you can see uh, at one end of the uh, of the pitch, you can see a little harbour, um, some loads of palm trees and some oversized ketchup bottles. So I love watching games in that stadium because it's just typical Australia. That if anyone's ever been a, a tourist or been on the backpacking trail, uh, they, they do have a lot of oversized daft, oversized daft things for you to enjoy in your travels. That always makes me laugh. Um, Another league that I've uh, recently dis- discovered, or when I say discovered, I really recently started watching a lot more of, is the MLS, uh, American soccer. Uh, I've been blown away with that by their fa- fan culture, really. It's a bit cheesy for you know, uh, for a fan of a Premier League team. Uh, they've got the capos, the guy with the megaphone shouting. Um, it seems a bit cheesy. I wouldn't really want it at my club, uh, but it, it gets the crowd really going in America. 
seen teams like uh, Minnesota singing Wonderwall. Um, the crowds at Atlanta get seen as they're only in the what second or third season. Um, and they have a lot of fan groups and they have a regular march to the ground. So they'll meet, they'll meet in the town centre bar. And, and I'll gather as one and, and walk to the ground together singing songs. Sometimes like you see in England when the European teams come for the Champions League or Europa League, take over a town, uh, I'll have a good nature to get together singing a bit of a match to the ground. So it is, um, I, I think whichever league is yours, whichever league is in your country, I, I think you, you think that that's how football should be done. Uh, it's a stupid view that a lot of um, fans of English Premier League football believe. Uh, but I think there's a lot to be learnt, dare I say, even copied from other leagues that uh, people would enjoy. So that's one thing that I enjoy about MLS football. Um, when I started getting into more leagues, uh, Spain was the first one for me because everyone likes watching Real Madrid or Barcelona. But it was the smaller teams in Spain... Um, and the, the teams with less money that I love watching, you might have one or two players that are, are amazing uh, that, that that stick out that you might not get in the, towards the bottom of the table in other leagues. And and I, I just like how teams like Hetafe, I know they've been a lot better recently, but teams like Hetafe going to the new Camp, going to the Burnabout try, and trying to play them off the park. I mean, they, they lose, they get beat, but they play. And uh, I, I, don't, I just don't think you see the same in the Premier League. You don't see bottom six going after top six on a regular basis and trying to play football. Uh, so that that's something that I really like about Spanish football. Um, I saw a little bit of Swedish football um, with um, the, the season last year. I mean, everyone, well, a lot of people heard about this Ostersund story. Uh, but I, I saw a, a team win the league last year. The name escapes me now. Um, it's not IFK. Uh, it'll come back to me. But the team that won the league in in Sweden last year, a small, unfancied team. They're doing well most of the most most of the season. Um, but it was the last game of the season, or the second to last game, I think it was the, the game that that won them the league. And it was like something out of the nineteen sixty six World Cup final. You had all their fans at the side of the pitch, politely waiting to invade the pitch. <laughs> it was hilarious. They had some of their own fans with their arms out, like doing a roll, doing the kind of roll that police or stewards would do, uh, just holding each other back until the final whistle, so they could run on the pitch and celebrate with the players. Uh, so that was, that was a, a unique um, experience I saw, and. It's like a lot of leagues, it reflects the country that the league's played in. And I don't know, I must confess, don't know much about Sweden, but it just struck, struck me as a very Swedish thing to be all uh, politely waiting at the side of the pitch to to, to run on and uh, celebrate and win the league. So this, this, is, this is the kind of thing I, I, I'm looking for when I'm looking at other leagues, and these are the kind of things I'm going to share, different stories like this. Um, what I want to do as well um, is talk about different leagues. I'm going to focus on different leagues on different podcasts just to give people a flavour of, um, of of what to expect if they want to try and pick up a new league and uh, see what they can find there. Um, 
I'm, I'm adding more leagues as uh, day by day. I, I, I use a great app called Life Scores, um, so you can just go in and at the day, start the day at the end of the previous day, pick a load of games you want to know the score of, and you can get notifications when goals go in. It's good for tapping through as well and looking for names of players, um, where they where they've been, goal records and stuff like that. Just gives you a bit of background if you want it to know what kind of players move around and uh, try and I try and find um, if I'm looking at teams at le- a new league, find teams that I like. I don't I don't tend to pick a team that I like and support that team in different leagues, um, but I just find little things little teams that play well. And within those teams, individuals that I like, and uh, just quirks like that I mentioned with the ground at, uh, in Australia, that one with the big ketchup bottles. So, um, yeah, so that's a, a great thing I, I use. And um, I think I'm going to choose each week uh, a league of the week. So I'm going to choose the Canadian Premier League as my league of the week. Um, although, strictly speaking, they've been playing a lot of what they call the Canadian Championship, which is the cup competition. Uh, I've been playing a lot of those games recently, but I'm really excited about this. It's the first league where I started watching, where I'm watching it in its first season. It's just the first season it's created, and I've actually picked a team, Halifax Wanderers, uh, to follow, uh, just to try and help me get into the league and, and carry on watching it and, and, and uh, supporting it. And it's the closest team to my house. Well, a thousand miles or whatever away, but it's still closest to my house. Um, so yeah, the Canadian Premier League is designed for Canadians. So they've got limits on how many Canadians, uh, how many non-Canadians you can have in the team. They're focusing on giving minutes, meaningful game playing minutes to young Canadians. Um, and the way it's gone so far, they haven't quite got any players from the Canadian Premier League into the Canadian national team. Uh, but I, I, I'm really confident that you will see Canadians in a Canadian Premier League move into the national team. Some of them might go to the three Canadian teams that play within the MLS. Uh, but the standard already is quite impressive. And one of the most impressive things for me about this league is uh, how much the people love it. I mean, uh, crowds are low. It's uh, not not a main sport. They compete with a lot of sports in, in Canada. But you've got supporters clubs there um, that have been established longer than the club. You've got supporters clubs that have been around three years before the team was created. I'm going to go into this in more detail because it needs explaining more. It needs, uh, different teams need a shout out. But um, So you've got football fans, soccer fans, whatever you want to call it, in an area that knew that at some point in the future they would have a football team to support. Um got together, formed uh, formed um, sports clubs to watch the Canadian national team or the uh, European and uh, South American football. And it just blows me away that you can have such a great uh, sports club situation without even a team to support. Uh, so I'm, that's definitely a league I'm going to come back to and tell you more about uh, in the upcoming weeks. But the Canadian Premier League, uh, check it out. Uh, there's a lot of resource out there, YouTube um, podcasts, which I will I'll go on to another time. But that is a league I recommend, so check that one out. Uh, I'm going to pick a player of the week this week. 
Um, I've been watching a lot of the Women's World Cup. Uh, I'm going to do a feature on women's football, something that I'm fairly new to. I'm starting to, I'm warming more to it. Uh, decided to uh, ditch the older Tim Lovejoy attitude of monkey tennis football. Uh, it's way out of date that attitude now, and uh, a lot of people are critical of women's football. Probably haven't watched it, in my opinion. Because I think if you watch a full 90 minutes of a women's game, whether it be uh, England, Champions League, or national football, you watch it for 90 minutes and then tell me it's rubbish. No, I'm not having it. Uh, it's, it's different, and that's why I like watching leagues. There's, you get to see different things in different leagues, and it's the same with women's football. It's different things to see, um, but it's something I, I'm really enjoying. Uh, this week, um, I saw uh, Frank Kirby playing playing for England. It's the Chelsea striker. Um, did did okay. Looks a little bit injured for England, um, but it was after the game. I saw her, um, being consoled by the England manager uh, Phil Neville, um, and I read up that it was an anniversary of her mum passing away. Um, and I, I saw an article where she spoke about her mum taking her to football as a kid and. I'm a father myself. I take my son to to play football. He's uh, seven, plays for the local team. Uh, I know what it's like taking uh, your kids to training, buying them the kit and encouraging them um, to stick at it and tell, uh, try and share your love of the game with them so they can put that into it and uh, make sure they enjoy playing if they you know and as long as he, my son enjoys playing I'll, I'll I'll go anywhere up and down the country if it needs be. Uh, so her mum, Frank Kirby's mum, had that dedication. Um, perhaps didn't live long enough to see her, the, the success she's become. So fair, fair play to her. Um, I'm usually going to pick a, a a moment of the week, but I'm, and I'm and also one thing I love about football. But I'm going to combine the two this week. One thing I love about football is keepers going up. You got a cooked game. or You got a tight match. Last few minutes, the team's desperate to score, sends the keeper up front. I absolutely love that. Um, I saw an example in Italy uh, a couple of years ago with Benevento, and the goalkeeper actually scored in a vital game that he needed to, to, to get the points in. Um, it was rare that the keeper scores, but just, just the keeper being in the box uh, is something I, I love to see. And I saw this in the, in the, in the Women's uh, World Cup. Uh, to be honest, I can't remember the team it was, might have been Holland, uh, but the keeper had gone up, uh, ambitious uh, attempt to help the team score, uh, but they got caught on the break, so you see the keeper scrambling back and uh, uh, the, the the striker had been poaching on the halfway line in a, a quick race against the keeper and managed to score, but that's an area of football I love. Uh, I can't can never decide whether I love seeing outfield players in goal more than goal keepers up front, um, but yeah, that's something I love. So, so this this week uh, roundup and review. Um, there's a lot of Canadian football going on. I'm going to talk about that again. Um, Women's World Cup going on. That's something I'm going to get more into uh, as the tournament progresses, uh, and also the um, the Copper America. I'm really excited about that especially the Brazilian and Argentinian teams, but I'm going to try and find out a bit more about your teams that uh, I don't know so much about, like Peru. I, who plays for Peru? I haven't got a clue, but I'm going to find out. 
Uh, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna watch some of those um, those games. Um, that's how I, I'm really gonna get into that. I mean, uh, the um, one of the things I want to do as well is share how I enjoy uh, the football from different leagues. And one of the ways that helps me get into a league is by um, listening to people who already know about the league. YouTube videos, podcasts. Uh, I'm going to recommend two podcasts uh, this week. Uh, one is On the Continent podcast uh, from the Football Ramble Stable, if you will. They do a comprehensive uh, roundup of uh, football on the continent, and that's been great for me to uh, understand the different leagues that I'm trying to get into uh, around Europe. Uh, really informative, funny. Uh, it's half an hour as well, so it's not too long, not too long that you get bored with it. But they're really good. And if you're looking to to get into other leagues, even if you just want to know more about the teams that your team will be playing in the Champions League, I'd definitely have a, have a listen to that. Um, and the other one is the Northern Ninety podcast. It's a Canadian uh, podcast um, covering the Canadian Premier League. Obviously, uh, this guy on, on his own doing that. Um and he's brilliant. He's uh he knows he knows the situation. He, he can get he can do the deep dive stuff. And knows it knows um what he's talking about. Some good interviews, but a good really good way of explaining a league that is unusual the way it's set up. I'm going to talk a bit more about that on next week's podcast. Uh, but yeah, that that my two podcasts to recommend this week. So come back to me. I'm going to tell you some more stories from around the world of football. I want to try and encourage you to do what I've done is and start following some other leagues around the world uh, so we can all enjoy watching football that bit more. So thanks for listening. Um, my podcast is normally going to be about half an hour. I'm going to give you lots more content. So um, I'm going to get my uh, Twitter set up so you can contact me on that. Um, so I'll look forward to hearing from you uh, but until then enjoy the football all over the world and enjoy listening to the Whole of the Ball podcast thanks again